Hey folks, you know what? A small regret is slouching in the dentist chair thinking I should have brushed and flossed better. A big health regret is listening to your doctor and thinking I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. I have that regret a lot. Better health today and when it matters most is why I take Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any fruit and vegetable or green product. Field of Greens isn't watered down extracts. Field of Greens is an organic superfood. It's whole fruits and vegetables. Each fruit and vegetable was selected by doctors to support vital body functions like heart, liver, kidneys, metabolism, and of course, your immune system. And only Field of Greens is backed by a better health promise. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Don't look back and say, I should have paid attention to nutrition when I was younger. Field of Greens is a key to better health today, right now, and when it matters most. Let's get you started with 15% off and free shipping. All you got to do is visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS at checkout. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where in a few minutes, we're going to talk to one of the congressmen who discovered that there is a new excuse at the border to keep illegal aliens from being deported. It's called the fat excuse, the body mass index. I'm not making this up. We got this confirmed the other day at Just the News. We broke this story. Thanks to Congressman Jim Jordan and Congressman Matt Rosendale. They got a whistleblower inside the immigration enforcement community who said the Biden administration has contrived several, quote unquote, absurd excuses to keep people who are supposed to be lawfully uh, deported from the country, staying in the country, giving them an excuse. And one of them is they're too fat to be deported. I'm not making this up. Literally, they're using a body mass index. And if people are so obese, they're saying, oh, we can't send them back to the border. They get to come in America and they put them on a bus and a plane and they send them to a community near you. That is what's going on, according to this whistleblower, according to this a letter that was sent by Congress and Congressman Rosendale from the great state of Montana is going to join us to tell us exactly how they found out about it, why it matters, and why what's going on at the border is now creating not only a national security risk, but a public health risk of enormous proportions. So in a few seconds, Matt Rosendale, Congressman from the great state of Montana is going to be joining us, and we're going to talk about that. Now, before we do that, I want to talk about some of the news of the day, starting with something that hit close to home. I mean home, I mean here at Just the News. Overnight, in the last 24 hours, Twitter locked the account of one of our great reporters, Greg Piper. You've heard him on this show. You've seen his work every day. One of our best reporters on cancel culture, on COVID-19, on freedom of speech and freedom of religion, a true subject expert, an honest-to-God, neutral, factual reporter, and Twitter found it in itself to lock his account, block him, ban him. What was he banned for? Uh, well, he retweeted an article by a respected news organization and with the com not a comment, but with the notation that the CDC says vaccines are not safe for everyone, meaning there are some people who can't get the vaccine for certain conditions. This is factually, irrefutably true. How do we know? Well, we went to the CDC website. What does the CDC website say about COVID vaccine and other vaccines? Quote, some people should not get certain vaccines or should wait before getting them. Just like what 
reporter Greg Piper said. Now, wait a second. It gets better. We called the CDC and said, sir, our reporter got banned for this. Can you tell us the CDC's position? Should everybody get vaccines or is it true that for some people vaccines aren't right? And CDC spokesman Tom Skinner to Just the News said, if you've had a severe allergic reaction or an immediate allergic reaction, even if it was not that severe to any ingredient in any ingredient in the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine, you should not, let me repeat, you should not get an mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, so some people shouldn't get it. Well, that's exactly what reporter Greg Piper wrote. Let me read his quote again. Vaccines are not safe for everyone. They're safe for most people, but not for everyone. A factually true statement. Twitter locked his account. We wrote a story about it. We started asking around. And just a few minutes ago, as we were getting ready to broadcast this show, Twitter relented and they did the right thing. And they released Greg Piper from Twitter jail and his Twitter account is back up and running again. What a scary moment of censorship. Something that was irrefutably, undisputably documented true without question. And some algorithm, some kid, some person, somebody or something in Twitter blocked the truth. That is the state of censorship in America. We experienced it up close and personal. And still, still, we had to fight to get our freedom of speech. It should be automatic. Free speech should be guaranteed in this country, not optional or, oops, we made a mistake. You'll get it back tomorrow, which is what happened with our great reporter, Greg Piper. The story ends well, but it doesn't begin well, and it doesn't bode well for freedom in America. What an extraordinary story that hit so close to home for us. Now, let's stay on Twitter for a second. I don't talk about them often. I like Twitter. I'm on Twitter all day long. It's a great platform. I don't like the policies that are leading to censorship. We may not like people's opinions, but we should tolerate them unless they're unlawful opinions. Twitter has taken this, I think even by its own CEO's account, Jack Dorsey, he's repeatedly suggested that Twitter has gone too far too often. Remember the Hunter Biden laptop? Twitter censored it. They had no right to. And all Jack Dorsey did is wait after the election, say, oops, uh, well, that was a mistake. Well, you deprive the American people of that information through the end of an election. It's more than an oops. It's a public disservice. Well, let's go to Twitter on something else. I used to work at the Associated Press for, by the way, two decades. I was one of its lead reporters, one of its senior executives. I was very proud to be a member of the Associated Press in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. It was a neutral, honest, fact-driven news organization. Today, it's not so much. I see a lot of mistakes, a lot of opinions masquerading as facts on the old AP wire. That's too bad for me. I love it. I have a lot of people that still work there. But the truth is, it, like most of journalism, has swayed to the question of maybe it's right instead of it's absolutely right before you report it. And yesterday, Twitter, as part of its effort to fight disinformation, to do fact-checking, announced that it was going to do a partnership with the Associated Press to fight misinformation on the Twitter platform, which is interesting, really interesting, because the AP, as good as it has been, was a news organization that had a lot of erroneous, that's their word, not mine, stories that they had to retract or correct or issue correctives for during the Trump presidency. And when I'm talking about corrections, I'm talking about serious ones. Also, documents that the FBI released 
under the Freedom of Information Act showed that the AP was assisting the prosecutors who ultimately took over the Mueller investigation. Andrew Weissman met with a group of AP reporters, according to the documents released by the Justice Department, irrefutable. The AP gave information to the FBI investigators so they could go raid one of Paul Manafort's lockers. It's not the job of reporters to give law enforcement information to go after someone they're supposed to be covering neutrally. That happened. It's irrefutable. You can read the documents that are embedded in the story. All right. But AP also was one of the big stories that uh, journalism organizations that repeatedly fanned the flames of Russia collusion, while I and others like Sarah Carter were reporting it may not be true. There are serious reasons to doubt the narrative. But along the way, the AP made some whopper mistakes, all to the discredit of conservatives, Republicans, Donald Trump. Let's take a famous one. July 6, 2018, the Associated Press reported erroneously that Russian billionaire Victor Vesselberg had hired Michael Cohen, President Trump's lawyer, as a consultant. That's a big thing to get wrong, tying a oligarch to the Trump campaign or to a Trump figure when it was none. Keep in mind, already this is an organization that in 2017 gave the FBI information, including lock codes, so that they could go raid a Paul Manafort site. Here's another doozy. From January 2019, AP admitted it got the number of Russians charged in the Mueller probe wrong. Not by a couple, by, by a lot. The Associated Press reported erroneously the number of Russians charged with interfering in the 2016 presidential election. It is 25, not 32. That is one third off, seven off. That's a big mistake, not a small mistake. Now let's go through a more famous one. It didn't just have to do with the Russia collusion story. The AP reported on allegations that the White House had been informed in 2019 of Russia offering bounties to Taliban-linked militia to kill U.S. troops in Afghanistan. The AP cited anonymous sources who confirmed that this was the case, right? A year later, the Biden administration came out and said, guess what? The Intelligence Committee did not have any conclusive evidence that such a thing happened. They debunked the report or cast doubt that it was not reliable. AP fanned it for a year. All right. It on many occasions claimed that Trump had not been exonerated by the Mueller report. In fact, he had. It's pretty remarkable, at least as related to Russia collusion. It declared affirmatively there was no conspiracy between Trump and Russia. That's called exoneration. I don't care what people say. AP on SARS-CoV-2 had reported in some of its fact checks that the idea that covid 19 may have leaked from a lab was, quote, debunked. It was an outlier theory. Well, now it is back in vogue, and it always was in vogue, even as AP said it. The Intelligence Committee has, for the last year, repeatedly believed it was. The AP was wrong about that. It's painful for me to say this. Painful for me to say this. But we go on, and we go on, and we go on, and you see time and time again errors that were made, whether it was the bounties or other important thing. We have a major retraction on Trump in the Georgia election. Let me just read this. AP was among many news outlets that pushed the false interpretation of a phone call between then-President Trump and Georgia election investigators. The Newswire claimed to have been told by an anonymous source, (laughs) there's a clue, that Trump had pushed the investigator to find the fraud. Later, the AP had to retract that report as inaccurate. I'm going to read you the retraction just so you see how inaccurate the AP was. 
In a story January 9th, 2021, about a phone call between then-President Donald Trump and a lead Georgia elections investigator, Associated Press, based on information provided by a source, erroneously reported that Trump pressed the investigator to, quote, find the fraud. Wow. Those are big mistakes. And this is the news organization, albeit I worked there for a long time and was proud to at the time, that is now being asked to referee truth for Twitter. And I could give you many more. We only picked a handful to show the pattern. We can go to EPA Scott, Administrator Scott Pruitt. Wrong story there that had to be retracted. Many others that we found. Hey, Twitter has to do better. It needs to find more than just left-leaning or traditional mainstream media because traditional mainstream media, as good as their records were over a century or all, have been pretty wrong the last few years. And while that continues to happen, we ought to have some more inclusive way for Twitter and Facebook to fight misinformation that doesn't just always trust a part of the profession that has been remarkably wrong in the last few years. These are not small mistakes. These are big mistakes. All right, that's it for me. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Matt Rosendale is going to tell you about the whistleblower Republicans in Congress have inside the immigration enforcement community about the illegal efforts to release illegal aliens using bogus excuse. By the way, there's nothing in the law that says if you're fat, you don't have to be deported. But that's what's going on, according to the letter that we broke on Just the News a couple days ago. Congressman Rosendale is going to tell you all about it right after this commercial break. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, the great congressman from the state of Montana, Matt Rosendale, is joining us. And I want to point something out, because long before most of us in the media realized that there was going to be a crisis at the southern border, Congressman Rosendale was one of the first to raise the red flag that the crisis was impending that the Biden administration really did intend to open up our borders. And boy, has he turned out right. Congressman, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on today, John. I really appreciate it. It is a remarkable moment in American history. I keep saying this on the show, and every day it gets more remarkable. You and Congressman Jordan and a few other members of Congress put out an extraordinary letter to the Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas earlier this week about a whistleblower inside the immigration enforcement world who described, you know, a torturous effort, uh, I think it was called absurd effort to find excuses why illegal aliens who were detained and about to be deported should instead be released into the interior. Tell us a little bit about what that whistleblower told you guys and why it's so significant. So basically what they, uh, the information was given to us is that the uh, administration is trying to find any excuse whatsoever to release illegal immigrants into our country. And, and what really has given us the greatest amount of concern is the amount of people that they're just pushing across the line. 
that may be infected with COVID, whether it's the COVID-19 or whether it's the Delta variant, and they're either being not tested or tested and pushed along the line anyway at the exact same time that this administration is trying to come back around and reinitiate all of these mandates and lockdowns for individuals and businesses across the country. So this terrible double standard that we are witnessing is not only unjust, but it's also, as far as I'm concerned, it's illegal. You can't have these double standards. And it's, it's hurtful to our nation. Yeah, it really is. And you guys are really concerned about security and health here, too. I mean, this isn't just an ideological battle. This is about protecting people at the southern border from the spread of COVID, from terrorists coming in, from all the things that you've been talking about. It often gets cast in the media as just, oh, mean old Republicans don't care about immigrants. But you really have security and public health at the forefront of your concern, right? We do. When you start looking at the southern border, and I've made several trips down there, but I, I have uh, over 500 miles uh, border with Canada, too. So obviously, I'm keeping a close eye on the northern border. But when you go to the southern border, you see these basically about 200,000 illegals a month are, are entering into our country. Wow. They, are, they are traveling through some of the most terrible circumstances. They're being abused sexually, physically, mentally. They're being pushed into indentured servitude when they cross the line because they're being forced to pay five to $7,000 a person. Not only do we have this group of individuals that we're dealing with, it is just flat inhumane treatment. But John, everybody also is distracted from these high value, what they call high value targets that the cartel are pushing across the line while our border agents are being distracted with the the multitudes of individuals in certain locations. They're pushing high value targets, criminals, uh, hardened criminals mm. and the folks that are on the terrorist watch list, they're pushing them through in other locations. They're pushing the drugs through that fentanyl that we continue to hear about. It used to be so much marijuana was being pushed across the lines, but they've discovered the cartels are businessmen. They're notorious, bloodthirsty businessmen, and they found that they were not making the uh, profit margins off of marijuana any longer because we have so many states that have ignored the federal laws and right. decided to go ahead and legalize marijuana. They have gone to back to pushing the heroin and the fentanyl and the meth across the southern border. And a state like Montana, while we may be a long distance away from that border, I will tell you that it makes its way up through the interstate system and into our reservations. We have seven Indian reservations located in Montana, and they become bases that the cartel can operate from because the law enforcement still does not have good collaboration at the federal level and the tribal level. And so they are pushing human trafficking and the illicit drugs through those reservations. Mm. Yeah, Coming to a community near you, maybe a fentanyl uh, drop from the border. It's just remarkable. I, I think Governor Abbott said the uh, about a week or two ago, in one month, enough fentanyl flowed into Texas to poison the entire city of New York, the entire city, the Big Apple. That's how much fentanyl came in. To kill them, not just poison, actually. Yeah, that's kill right. Them. To kill them. The You're right. The city of New York. That's exactly right. So we've got the Holding Institute Community Center, and, and they've been working with Homeland Security. And what we're trying to do is get information from them about the total number of aliens released to their organization by CBP, C, 
since January 20th, 21, the total number of aliens released to their organization by CBP who were tested by their organization. So we can actually see, are they testing everybody or are they just admitting? And then the total number of those who were tested, how many of them tested positive uh, with COVID-19? And we're trying to get that information from them. We have to narrow down and get as much information as we possibly can about the number of people that are being released that either haven't been tested or were tested and are showing that they were positive and yet still being released into the country. Because we have reason to believe, based upon the information that we received, that the turnaround time has been so short to try and keep those facilities numbers at some kind of manageable level that, that there, there's no way that they're quarantining folks that tested positive for the adequate amount of time. Well, it's just a, it, it's a public health crisis. They're creating a, a self-created public health crisis. It's remarkable. Now, you had an amazing fact in this letter. And I, I was on the um, a radio show yesterday, and I tried to do it diplomatically, which is, all right, the letter says that they're measuring the body mass index of um, some of these uh, illegal aliens who are about to be deported, determining that they're too obese and therefore they can be released into America. And the, the radio host th- threw away all my dis- uh, diplomacy and said, oh, what you're saying is they're too fat to be deported. Is that what you're saying? I'm like, I guess that's actually what the letter says. Tell us about I, some of these, <laughs> some of these uh, that's, yeah. backflips that are going I mean, on. They, you know, they, It's remarkable. This is it. The illegals have figured out and whether someone is telling them or whether they are just conjuring up these ideas themselves, they are figuring out any type of reason to be able to stay in the United States that they possibly can, including the whistleblower said that illegal aliens are literally eating themselves into obesity in order to be, in order to be released into the country. Amazing. You know, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's probably, look, I look back at when this, this Wuhan flu started. Okay. Yes. And I look at the way that the Chinese call it what you want, the way that the Chinese released it upon our country and on our nation. And as far as I'm concerned, the Biden administration is releasing COVID into our nation at a more rapid level than the Chinese even did, because they are allowing hundreds of thousands of people that we don't know what's going on with across our border every month and then transporting them, they're worse because they are actually transporting them into the country. These folks aren't doing it themselves. It's a a complete assembly line operation from release from the the CPP detention centers onto a bus or a plane and into the interior country uh, where uh, even places like Montana are now feeling the impact. Let me ask you uh, one one thing, just to go back to this idea of the obesity index. There's no provision in the law that says if you're too skinny, too tall, uh, too heavy, whatever, that that's a reason why you don't get deported, right? You're deported because you're illegally here and you're supposed to go. That's exactly right. So who invented these? And they came out the other, you know, my orcas, I mean, they're, they're coming up with all kinds of things. We saw just uh, yesterday that the uh, administration uh, got CDC to give a ruling yeah. that the CDC recommended the ex- extension of the moratorium on foreclosures and evictions yeah. because of COVID. And they have no authority, and they recognize they have no authority to do so. But if, but if we continue to allow the administration to do these things, 
to, uh, you know, stretch the envelope, whatever, then they're going to. It is yeah. up to us. It is up to members of Congress and it is up to the citizens of the United States to say this is not acceptable and we have to stop it. You guys discovered many months ago that there are two standards in this country. There's yeah. a standard if you're a Republican and there's a standard if you're a Democrat, whether it comes to the judicial and, and legal system, unfortunately. Well, now we're finding that there's three systems. If you're a Democrat, you get treated one way. If you're a Republican, you get treated another way. And if you're an illegal alien, you get treated yet another way. And you're allowed to, to go through and, and ignore whether you're, you're looking at the uh, security requirements to fly around the country, right. as you said, or whether you're looking at documentation to enter into our country legally, or whether you're looking at any kind of verification to make sure that, that we're having healthy individuals come in. They extended Title 42, which gives the administration the ability to detain individuals in Mexico. But it does not mandate them to do so, John. I've had this conversation yeah. with people over the last several days. It gives them the ability to do so, but it does not mandate that they do it. So we are the ones who are going to have to force President Biden to do his job. Is there any thought of members of Congress going to court and suing and saying, listen, you, you're, souping our, you're souping our authority. We were sent here to make the laws. You're suddenly making the laws for us. Uh, what are some of the things that uh, concerned members like you can do? That's exactly what we're trying to do. And we're trying to figure out ways that we can do it outside of the House of Representatives, to be perfectly honest sure. with you, because Secret Pelosi has completely perverted that what was a majority body that respected the rights of the minority has just made it a majority body with tyrant in charge of everything. And so the minority has no voice any longer. She's eliminated our ability to, to basically participate in our republic and democracy. Pretty remarkable moment. So should we look for the courts in the future? Is that one of the options for your courts, state legislatures? Where do you go? Oh. I started this process again many months ago, and I figured uh, plan A, see if we have any reasonable Democrats in the House that would help us support the rule of law. And unfortunately, they have all discovered that the, uh, the power and the money in the Democratic Party is on the far extreme left. And so we have plan B is to make sure that the filibuster stays intact so that the Senate can keep some of this most destructive agenda from being pushed forward. And then my plan C has always been to go back in and work with my state attorney general to follow the lawsuits at the state level, which he has done. He's done a remarkable yeah, job. Yeah, I've been very he's active. Been able to, yeah, and he's been able to uh, recruit other states, 25, 30 states, depending upon the issue, to join with him and, and, and get those lawsuits going. Oh, that's an extraordinary three-lined attack. We're going to be watching and covering it here at Just the News because it is important stuff. This is the stuff that decides the future of America. Congressman, we're so grateful, firstly, for all you've done to serve your country and for all the light that you've been helping to shine on the crisis at the border. You were really one of the very first members to see this coming and to get ahead of it and try to warn us and set in motion uh, the, the defenses that we need. And we're grateful for that. And we got to get you back on the show soon. Listen, thank you so much, and thank you for all your good investigative work. It's people like you that are bringing this forward for the uh, folks across the country, and, and I really appreciate it. Wow, that's very kind of you, sir. Well, enjoy the August recess. We'll be thinking of you, and we'll try to get you back on the show uh, come come fall. God bless you. You too, Travel sir. safe. You too. Thank you so much. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. 
Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back to the Freedom Phone Studios here at Washington headquarters of Just the News. Yes, we're calling it the Freedom Phone Studios for the month because we've been a big supporter of a phone that tries to do something to improve your privacy and to celebrate apps that don't censor, that celebrate and embrace freedom of speech even when we disagree with the speech. That is what Eric Finman and the Freedom Phone do. Check it out if you want to get a special discount because you are a Just the News fan. All you got to do is go to justthenews.com slash freedom phone to get your phone today. Big discount available only because you're a fan of Just the News and John Solomon reports. All right, so much to talk about, so much to do. Uh, we covered a lot today. I'm so grateful for Congressman Rosendale for all he has done and all he has helped to bring to light about the border. He really was, I'm not joking about this, folks, one of the very first person to see coming what it was that the Biden administration was going to do at the border. And he was mocked like many Republicans. Oh, that's alarmist. Not true. There's not going to be a COVID crisis. They're not going to be open borders. All fake. Guess what? It all came true. And Congressman Rosendale to this day is still digging to get us more truth about that. All right. Now, before we go, I am so grateful to all the sponsors and advertisers and people that support Just the News. They have great products, great services. And I want to give you a little heads up about one that I really particularly like. And the reason is HR issues can be time consuming and human consuming and even financially consuming if you get them wrong. And while you're running a business, I run a small business. It's called Just the News, right? And there are wage requirements, labor regulations, even HR manager salaries that roll up into a very expensive portfolio. But I friends at Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E, at Bambi.com, they have created an HR program designed for the small business owner just like me. You know what? $99 a month, you get your own HR dedicated personal assistant to help you through these issues, whether it's to get counsel on an employee matter or to get up to speed on labor regulations, wage requirements, COVID-19 requirements. They do it all. It's only $99 a month. It's a steal. If you're a small business owner, this is the best 99 bucks you're going to ever spend. So here's how you do it. If you want to check it out, you go to Bambi.com. That's B-A-M-B-E-E.com right now. Go to slash news. All right. Let me give it again. Bambi.com slash just news. And you're going to get a free trial because you're a fan of just the news. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E.com slash just news. And you're going to get the best offer they've ever made a free trial just because you're there. Check it out. It is primo service at an incredible rate, $99. Protect your company. Avoid an unexpected headache down the road. Check out my good friends at Bambi.com right now by going to Bambi.com slash Just News to get a free trial of an incredible service. You will not regret it. This is time, money, 
really well spent if you're a business owner. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the day tomorrow. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about, you got it, what's in the infrastructure bill. Well, one of the things is not a lot of infrastructure. There's a lot of other things. Big government mandates galore. Everything from a mileage tax to, I'm not making this up, you ready for this? A mandate that the next car you buy has to have an alcohol detector. A lot of top-down imposition in this bill, masquerading as infrastructure when it's actually social engineering and policy. We're going to get to some of those tomorrow, and uh, we're going to have some more great guests, including my good friend, Ben Shapiro, one of the great journalists in America. We're going to have him. He has a new book out, really worth talking. Tune in tomorrow. Until then, remember my friends at Bambi. Remember my friends at Freedom Foam. Go to justthenews.com slash freedom phone or bambi.com slash justthenews to get great offers because you are a fan. All right, that wraps it up for the day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. Good night. Hear that? That's the sound of change being cooked up in our schools. Each day, school food professionals throughout California are working to make better meals for our kids, one tray at a time. These meal planning, sauce stirring, taste bud training professionals are making food for students from kindergarten to high school using fresher ingredients and flavors kids love. The secret ingredient to better school food in California? The dedicated professionals who are improving it every day. Learn more about how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.